Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I want to chat about finding your fitness persona. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. All right, one last reminder, uh, the Hustle, Muscle, and Flow cart will be closing in two days. So if you guys want to get involved with that, um, it is my passion project. It is what helped me lose 42 pounds. It is 30-minute workouts that will take you um, to do cardio, strength training, um, as well as some yoga videos. So I also offer yoga videos in there. I have some self-care challenges because taking time for you each day is essential, um, especially as we are on the go. We are doing stuff. We need to make sure that we spend a little time each day doing something that we enjoy. So I have some self-care challenges um, or options for you guys to explore in there as well. So if you want any more information about that, that's over at andreaclausen.com and you can find all of the um, pricing and what else is included in the program all over on the website. All right, so let's dive into today's topic. This is something that actually I was inspired by when I was at an airport uh, reading the Idea Fitness Journal magazine. So they had an article called Coaching Your Fitness Clients Inside Out, and this was by Margaret Moore, and um, I found it fascinating because I think this is very much uh, the perfect way to describe most of us. Now, there are, um, I believe, nine different um, kind of personas that we try on when we're in our fitness world. So you might resonate with one of these, two of these, or maybe all of them. Um, they're all different kind of chatters that go on in our head when we're working out. So I wanted to kind of break down each one of these and give you some different ways to kind of combat them. Because I think that tackling these will help us figure out, okay, why are we having troubles sticking to workouts, getting through workouts, um, really enjoying the process. So our first kind of persona this is called our executive manager. So this is our inner organizer. It's the planner. It's the to-do list, the schedules, keeping the team on track. Uh, you're constantly exhausted. That's a side effect. And the reason that you don't want to exercise after dinner is because you're too exhausted. You can't do mornings because you're too exhausted. So that's the downfall of this executive manager. You have way too much going on um, besides your own maybe career, besides managing the house, trying to keep your kids, your spouse, everyone on the same page. Uh, you just get overwhelmed with life's to-do list. So that is kind of the executive manager. And we all battle this at some point because we all feel exhausted at some point in our lives. The next persona is the standard setter. So this is someone setting ambitious goals. Their self-esteem is tied to am I blank enough to do blank? So am I good enough to do this new project at work? Am I good enough to try that yoga class for the first time? Am I good enough to sign up for a 5K race? Will I finish in a fast enough time? If you want to fit in, and have respect, and you're annoyed that you can't keep up with your friends, and internally you have a battle of, I'm not good enough. So basically the standard setter is, you have to be perfect or you can't try something new. So we've all, again, battled this at some point in our lives because we're always like, ooh, I can't do this class um, until I lose 10 pounds. And I won't tell you how many times I've heard that with um, prospective clients to train with me is, 
I need to lose 20 pounds before I start training. I'm not in good enough shape to start training. And if we really sit back and think about that, we're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Aren't you doing training to try to lose the 20 pounds? And so those are some of the things in our head is we think we need to be better than X, Y, Z. And that's not true. So those are the standard setter inside of us. The next up is the autonomy. These, we need to feel authentic. We need to be free to make our own choices. We march to the beat of our own drum. We're a master of self-interest. We are prone to rebelling, especially to those that don't quote unquote get us. Our inner voice says, I'm just not someone who exercises like my friends. I hate lifting weights. I would rather watch a movie on the couch. So this is someone who likes their freedom, doesn't want to be told what to do, and has it all figured out. So this person just is like, nope, they don't understand me. I'm different. Even though we probably all have the same stories going on in our head, but we're thinking, no, 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 I can't do that weightlifting thing my friends do because that's just not for me. They don't understand my problems. So that's the autonomy. That is where we need to be. Uh, We have ourselves or our self-interest at our own heart there. Next up, we have the confidence persona. We are strong. We're competent. You can do it. Your standard setter says. Confidence thinks, no, no, I can't. So you have an internal dialogue of that standard setter saying, you got this. You can do this. Here's your goal. And your confidence says, no, no, no. I got a lot of self-doubt in here. My inner play says, I'm not good enough. But my internal standard says, I need to be good enough to go to those classes. Typically, you haven't figured out how to balance your health into your family's lives to not take away time from others. So you're trying to do it all, but you don't know how to fit it all in. And your internal standard says, oh my gosh, my friends are all doing this Pilates class. I need to join this Pilates class. I need to be doing this, but I just can't. I'm not going to be good enough. Um, I'm just not, I can't make the time. I'm going to drop the ball because my, um, you know, my executive manager piece says I need to be in charge of all of this. And you just have too many things going on again. And so the confidence starts to wane. Again, this is something that's quite common, especially with women. Next up, we have the body regulator. This person's all about fitness, health, and balance. The body regulator has it all figured out. If only someone would listen to its body intelligence. So you're juggling the standard setter saying, just start slowly But then confidence says, that's not good enough. Your autonomy comes to play and says, no, these are all wrong. Just go sit on the couch. And then confusion sets in and the couch looks much more inviting. So you are battling all of these things going on. So you are now kicking in every single one of those inner voices that we have. And then what happens is confusion. And when we're confused, what tends to happen? Nothing. Because when people get confused, they end up sitting on the couch because they don't know where to start. They're not confident enough to try that new yoga class. They have too much to juggle. So then they ended up forgetting about their Pilates class they signed up for. Oh, then they forgot their new weightlifting class. And then they're not confident enough once they actually went to it because they saw their neighbor was lifting 10 pounds heavier than they were. So their confidence says, I'm not good enough to be here. So all of those things going on, if that doesn't stress you out, I don't know what does. Even thinking about all of that stuff going on in our head, it's crazy, but that's what's going on. And our body is telling us, I want to move. I want to do something. Just start somewhere. So that's the body regulator in our in our inner head. Next up, we have the adventurer. This person loves novelty and change and the adventure especially 
possible. Um, they have an open mind. Their fun fact, their curiosity peaks at age 30. So in general, our curios curiosity peaks at age 30. Now, curiosity will be the motivator for someone looking for new adventures. So what sounds good? What would be a good time? This is why if you look back at your life and you say, wow, around 30 is when I really started to do all these trips. I went and visited new countries. I went on vacations more. I tried ziplining, surfing, or whatever you tried. Like sometimes that happens around that age because we're curious. We are seeking that adventure. We want to try something new. And uh, what happens if we don't pique that interest? Sometimes that adventure just sits inside of us and is crying and it wants to do something, but we just get too scared and all those other voices start talking to us. All right, next up, we have the relational life force. Now, this one lives to serve others and puts everyone else first. There's no time to take care of myself as I'm helping five other people right now. So this one, we definitely is um, a mom characteristic. Uh, this is something that I think a lot of moms have to work with because we always put other people's needs first instead of looking, okay, I need to help myself. So that is something that we'll come back to. I'm going to come back to all of these and kind of work on how to combat them, but I'm just going to kind of briefly describe them first. So we got two more left. We have the creative life for this person loves fun and pleasure and particularly being creative and generative. They love to bake to fulfill creative force, which develops into poor habits. So if this area is left untapped for exercise, ideas they are leaving a lot on the table as that creative side will have ideas of what your body actually wants. So meaning if you're not moving, you're not getting those juices flowing, that creative side of your body that's crying to get out. It's not because you are now left, uh, you know, basically if you, maybe your habit is to bake, now we're left, okay, we're baking and we're not actually moving our bodies. So we have to find another way to send our creative juices flowing and to get out of those poor habits that we might have developed. Now, the last one we have is the meaning maker. So this one is to tune into what things mean and what purpose they serve, zooming into a small amount of larger life experiences. The inner coach is listening to all of your inner chatter with each voice you hear. So this person is basically the one trying to analyze everything that I just talked about. This is your, what does this mean? I understand you confidence. Well, your adventurer really would like to try um, to get out there and learn how to surf. But the autonomy says, no, 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 we cannot surf because people do not understand me. That is something I am not going to do. I am not going into the ocean because there are sharks. And then the confidence sets in saying, oh gosh, I'm here, I'm trying it, but look at that person got up the first time and I still haven't gotten it up and I've tried 10 times. And then the standard setter says, I need to be there by the end of today. I need to be surfing perfectly or this is it. I am done with this. And the executive manager has your organizer and she's checking things off saying, yep, check, check. Now I did my surfing. Now I need to go do my yoga, check. Now I need to journal at night, check. And you're losing that sense of fun because we're all living in those checkbox life. So that is kind of the, in a nutshell, the fitness personas. Now, how can we combat these? I mean, these voices are in every single one of us. You know, one or two or maybe multiple speak to you on a daily basis every time that we're trying to work out. So if this is happening, how can we deal? Well, we need to make that meaning maker start making what is the one that keeps coming up. So typically one of these voices is going to speak to you more than another. So a lot of the times I'm going to pick... Um, 
the relational life force, because I hear this one quite a bit, is the no time. I don't have time. So this is a main voice that speaks to us. So if we don't have time, how can we combat that? Well, we need to make time. So that's where you're going to have to talk to your executive manager. You're going to have to schedule it into your day. Now we have to quiet down our standard setter in needing that we need to be perfect because we do tend to have that come into play as well is as soon as we have it scheduled and if we miss that first, you know, either if we go to the gym, that first gym session we missed or that first yoga class that we had to skip, it's over. We throw in the towel, you know, maybe it's Wednesday and Monday and Tuesday you got to the gym, Wednesday you couldn't make it and then you're done. The rest of the week is off because you missed one class or one session at the gym. We have to stop trying to be perfect because no one's going to be perfect. You know what? I honestly looked back at my week this week and I looked at my calendar and I'm like, wow, I got all my workouts in this week. This is crazy. This is amazing. And then I thought, wow, I've been doing that consistently pretty much the entire month. And then I thought, why? Because this didn't always happen. And it kind of goes back to me, A, making it a priority, scheduling it in. And I know I need that time so I can be a better mom because if I don't get my workouts in, I get really crabby. I get really cranky. So that is part of what I need. Um, And then with it, I enjoy what I'm doing. So I think for the first time, I'm really enjoying uh, my workouts. I've always enjoyed them in the past, but now for whatever reason, they just seem like a new challenge. You know, I'm changing up the way I'm training. It's a different training style just like that hustle, muscle, and flow, like I'm changing it up so they're quicker, they're shorter, they're high intensity, so I know I'm gonna be done in 30 minutes. I'm not gonna be lingering at the gym. So that's some of that battle, is I've changed it to something that gets me results and I'm still gonna enjoy. So that's your first step is, okay, how can I make this something I actually like? Now, to battle that perfection, instead of trying to make it to the gym six days a week, maybe I need to change that to four. So maybe it's four days that I expect of myself. And if I get more, that's just a bonus. So that can be something that you approach. Like, again, I'll just say my personal one, just so I'm not, I'm putting it all out there, but I do, I try to do something every day. So that is, I'm at the gym. I know I have four gym workouts a day or a day. Gosh, no, four gym workouts a day would be a bit much. I do not do that. I do four gym workouts a week. I try to get in a yoga class on the weekends, uh, possibly two. And then if I get both of those in, that's already up to six days a week. And then that seventh day, I just go for a walk. So, and if I don't make it to two yoga classes in a weekend, then I end up either walking or doing yoga at home. Now, those are great for me because I look forward to those rest days. In the past, I didn't count those. And I know other people are the same. Walking doesn't quote unquote count as a workout but it needs to. We need to include yoga, walking. That is being active. That's moving your body. So changing that perception of what exercise looks like can also help that standard setter that we have inside of ourselves say, you know what? We are doing something. We are moving our bodies. You know, and even if that's going out in the backyard and playing with, if you have children, playing with your kids, if you have animals, going out there and playing with your dogs, you know, whatever that is, trying to incorporate into something that you look forward to doing. All right. So those are one a uh, couple different ways to battle all of those voices because they all happen to us. Um, we have all of those living in us. And, you know, if our adventure is really trying to be, you know, coming out, how can we do that? Well, look into maybe going to a surf camp, 
you know, if that's something you want to do. Or maybe if you've been wanting to go to a yoga retreat in a new country, start looking them up. Start saying, okay, which which country looks appealing? And then go from there. So I think sometimes we have to start saying, honoring those inner voices that might actually be trying to push us there, even the body regulator, where they're trying to say, hey, this is what I want, listening to that. So when you're not feeling like you need to do a strong workout because you're really tired, listen to that regulator and say, you know what, I think I'm going to roll out my yoga mat today and skip that heavy weightlifting session because my body is saying, you need a break today. We'll just do that tomorrow. So whatever that's going to look like in your life, that's what my challenge is to you, is really trying to get creative and get a little bit more playful with the workouts. All right. So let me know over on Instagram how this landed with you guys. Um, If you have any fitness persona that really sticks out and something that you're trying to combat, because I will definitely go into more detail about these on some Facebook lives if uh, that's something you guys are wanting and craving. So, and then over on Instagram, I'm at Andrea Clausen 21 and the same thing on Facebook. So let me know and I can definitely deep dive a little more into each of those personas. All right, so until next time, everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.